2: Good morning.
3: Good morning, DNA.
2: Uh, I am Erin Dicer, the man of a single gray shirt. That's my costume today. And she is (laughs) Danae Hughes, the woman of a million distractions. And we're here to find out what October 31st, 2022 is made of. Hello, everybody. Happy Happy Halloween. Yeah. Danae's Um, got her orange screen going again for Halloween.
3: That's right. Yeah. You know, people think that this is just a decision podcast listeners, I am mm-hmm. visually bathed in orange. Mm-hmm. It is uh, true. People think that this is like a temporary pumpkin thing. Mm. Yes. I like it a lot. This may <laughs> just be my forever thing. It makes my eyes very happy.
2: Yeah. 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 There's something yeah. about sepia tones.
3: I know, right? Mm-hmm. They make me seem tan.
2: <laughs> uh, let's see. Nick Jagged says morning. I couldn't miss the Halloween episode. Shh, I'm at work. Shh. Hey, Nick's boss. He's not working. Look over here. Look over here.
3: Today, he's dressed as an employee about to be fired. <laughs> Wait.
2: No. 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 no, Not at all. No. Uh, let's see. Why Doc getting on with the Boots and Cats and Boots and Cats?
3: I know. That was a good one. I really liked yeah. that one.
2: How are you, um, Danae? How are you doing?
3: Well, I just want to say I'm really thankful because I had two resubs. Um, so, Slenda and Slab. Thank you. Thank you, guys. They've both been supporting my Twitch channel for 17 months. Wasn't <laughs> that wild? Mm. So, mm. that feels really special. Thank you.
2: Lolly says the color contrast makes Aaron look cold. It makes me want to offer him a blanket. Well, I can assure you I am not cold. Uh, I was running a little late this morning because I got late started on my workout. So I'm coming straight from workout shower here. And I am like it, it is it is a little chilly in this room, but it's very good that it's a little chilly in this room. Otherwise, it would just be like sweat. So he pours. Congratulations.
3: Sweat. He used to ride his bike in from where he lived in a different city country to to the radio station and he'd get to the station and he would just be pouring sweat it's true he'd walk to the back he would take a uh, a a sink shower i think is what mm-hmm. you called them a sink shower mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then come to the recording studio where we would do a live show and by the end of like the first hour he would be comp- still just bathed in sweat yeah it was it was very interesting to watch him like figure it all out like you know you're you're sweating he's pouring sweat over the board (laughs) we're taking live calls like hey everybody it's the morning dna and how are you this morning aaron And we're doing the whole show thing and aaron's just like
2: (gasps) it's good it's (laughs) good news bad news right like the, the the bad news is it people find it disgusting uh might short out the equipment uh you know whatever the case may be the good news is it means my heart's still working like over time, which means I'm burning more calories. And, you know, that's where the sweat is coming from is because my heart is still uh, elevated from uh, the exercise. It doesn't exercise, just stop. So. It does, it's not like yeah. it just
3: goes and then it just adjusts everything. Right. No.
2: Which is nice. That's that's why you do it. You know, that's why exercise in the morning keeps my heart rate up for uh, quite a bit of the morning. So <laughs> That's
3: why yeah. you do it. To keep your heart healthy. It is. No it one is. wants that sound.
2: No, no. I've had that sound. Yeah, you before. have. Before.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It wasn't the sound it made.
3: No, it was more like. <laughs> all right. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. I mean, yes. we really don't know. Technically, we don't really know what sound mm-hmm. it made because no one was actually inside the body when it happened.
2: Correct. Correct.
3: Uh, 8417 says, I think I did put sugar in my tea when I thought I didn't. So now I have double sugar. That happened to me mm. uh, last week. Um, we were making tea. Uh, the first person went in and like put all the tea together. And the second person's job was to go in and add the water and a little bit of milk. That was, you know. But we there was not communication, so the second person that was me, uh, added more sugar, mm-hmm. and boy was it sweet. Yeah. But you know we got through it. We got through it. It's a, uh, it's a it's a great way to wake up.
2: <laughs> Nick says and Danae stuck with you through all that true friendship. But my what an interesting smell you've discovered. Um, I don't know if I I don't did, did I have bo or was I just sweaty? Uh, you can be totally honest, re- like you know you can be totally honest.
3: It, it was just sweat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember you smelling terribly um, from B.O.
2: <laughs> I have had bad <laughs> breath on occasion. Yes. Especially when I'm, high, when I'm on a high protein diet, especially Ooh. the halitosis gets a little real. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hello, Danae. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs>
3: Oh, halitosis, that is something that we all have from time to time, and some people suffer from for a lifetime. And you know what? I used to work with someone who had halitosis, and I didn't understand what it meant until I worked with that person. Yeah. And there's no, there's just some people have bad breath, guys. Yep. And you just do your best to not breathe when they're right there in front of your face.
2: Lolly backs me up. Clean sweat is, not, is usually not smelly, especially well-hydrated person sweat. Yes, my sweat was definitely well-hydrated person sweat, so true. <laughs>
3: I like that we have all these like specific definitions happening of like what is Yes, it. yes. It's important. Uh, it's fun being
2: human. It's so fun being human.
3: It is. It is fun being human. And we're excited to be humans with you today. So yeah. We'll you be doing our, go? we're doing our regular show. Yes, but I wanted to show off in podcast listeners. I'm just showing off my, my pumpkin shirt.
0: Check oh. out this pumpkin
2: shirt.
3: Hey, hey, Derek, look at my pants.
2: It's my, <laughs>
3: my Halloween outfit today.
2: Mm-hmm. Got my
3: little Halloween
2: that's a that's a Here. desert pumpkin because it's got a cactus. Yep, very nice, mm-hmm. very nice. Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, you gotta wear these pants on Halloween.
2: Well, I, I, guess, I am failing I then. I'm just wearing jeans.
3: I am the obsessed fan. That's what I uh-huh. am.
2: That's what you're going on this Halloween. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, let's go with uh, our our host our Play costume, it for your show, Derek. Sorry, uh, <laughs> uh, a a baby deer uh, has put shoes on uh for their halloween costume and we are going to shoe that dough how's that sound sounds good uh we'll do the dna and you we've got some uh some stuff to talk about danae's got a d topic i've got an a topic and we'll get through as many U topics as you want to go through so whatever you want to talk about put it in the chat we will get to it during the U section we will highlight those for later danae kick us off with the d topic on this halloween well you know i
3: want to talk about halloween so Iris is very, very excited. Uh, Today she doesn't have school, so she's gonna go to Nana's house and have fun Mm. with Nana. But of course she wanted to wear her costume and she wants to wear it all day
2: long. All day long.
3: And my my brain's like, this is probably a bad idea. But then I'm like, well, when else do you get to do this? But when you're a kid, you know. Right. Or you work from home and no one
2: knows that you wear (laughs)
3: costumes all the time. (laughs) I actually have a full body penguin onesie
2: that I could wear. Yeah, you could. I should've
3: worn that today. You know what? I still have another show that I'm doing today. Maybe I should wear my penguin onesie. I discussion. have a My
2: Little Pony uh, onesie that I could wear. You
3: do? <laughs> Why didn't we coordinate? I mean- Actually uh, I don't.
2: I was planning uh, on getting a onesie, but I actually ended up just getting like costume stuff. I don't know if you remember, anyways. I
3: do remember that. I do have um, a I podcast have a pony, listener. A pony,
2: a pony costume, yes.
3: A podcast listener, just pretend that we are dressed as that right now.
2: Because yes, you, you yes. have the
3: theater of the mind. But anyhow, I thought, do you have any favorite Halloween stories from your childhood? because that's what I'm doing right now. I'm living like life vicariously through Iris experiencing, you know, everything, uh, kind of for the first times ish, she's still in that very exciting phase. Uh, and I was thinking back to my favorites when I was a kid and recalling a time that I went to, um, like there was this big event. I think it was a church event and my, when I was browsing around at my grandmother's house, I found a, leopard costume that somebody had sewn with like leopard fabric or something and i was still small enough to fit in it and so i was able to borrow this old like 1950s weird sort of like leopard costume that had like this ridiculous tail and this weird hooded head and go to this uh church party and this church party was interesting so they had like a big gymnasium where everybody could gather together for like an evening, I'm sure it was like parents, you get the night off, drop your kid off kind of an event. Uh, and then they had a a haunted house where you could kind of go into a dark room with like spooky lights and put your hand into the dish and they had peeled all these grapes and they felt like eyeballs. It was like touch the eyeballs was kind of a thing. Like now I'm just thinking about how many germs are in them. But at the Oof. time it was just this fear factor of putting your hand into a, a box that you don't know what it is and then touching mm-hmm. something you didn't know what it was gonna feel like. Um and, and they, they had like, all
2: like uh, a cold, wet spaghetti and it was supposed to be like brains, brains or something. Or something. I, yeah.
3: I think they had put it into like a jello mold and so the first people that touched it it was like it had a shape to it, but then mm-hmm. as it went on, the kids would just been like <laughs> mawing at it or whatever. Um, but my favorite part of that night was that I wasn't just wearing the costume. I was committed to being a leopard. So
2: (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Nope. That, that tracks, that checks out.
3: Yeah. So I was crawling around everywhere on all fours and like meowing and hissing and like clawing and everything. And like, for me, it was delightful. Um, I was confused about people's reaction to it at the time. And of course, second guessing. A little bit you know like when you're a kid and you're fully your wild self you don't you you lack that thing where you you fill in the blanks of what the other person is thinking because you're just like in your own world and then as you grow up you sort of like develop this understanding that there are appropriate times for certain things but halloween is that time to act like a leopard However, when they're asking you to go to the bathroom for a bathroom break and you're just, like, <laughs> gnawing on their leg or whatever.
2: <laughs> I thought you were going to say you just lift your leg <laughs> and be on the couch. <laughs> it's like, you may have taken it too far.
3: A little too committed. Um, I just love the freedom of this memory. I remember feeling so... like I was having such a good time. I was f- feeling so carefree. Uh, my face was painted and i don't remember if i knew anybody there from like the church specifically we we kind of church hopped a lot um and so it's not like i had consistent friends it was sort of like you were safe in the church bubbles you know in 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 as much as you can consider church bubbles safe like you know so it's like i didn't know anybody there i didn't run around with my friends i was just little lonely danae but as a leopard and it was Mm -hmm. it was a lot it was the most fun i had in halloween until I was a teenager and that was just because I was being a butt. So it's a different story.
2: (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a different DNA teenagers, Uh,
3: teenagers wearing costumes and running house to house. is just a, like you realize that there's a supply of free candy. And if mm-hmm. you just wear overalls, you can say that you're a hippie or you can mm-hmm. say that you're a farmer and just get free candy. And that's what I right. did. It wasn't, right. I wasn't smashing pumpkins. Let's just, we all have a version in our minds of what crazy Danae was like a teenager. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't being, You weren't Vandal I wasn't Danae. Vandal Danae. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Got it. Got it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Polly says this was the first year the kids carved pumpkins completely on their own. Oh, that's Congratulations, cool. Polly. That's a hey. lot of fun giving your children knives. And uh, seeing what happens. Uh, Let's see. It is. Um, It is. Nick said, my oldest said she was going to carve her own pumpkin, but then didn't want to. Also, she chose the hardest pattern I've ever done. uh, Super Mario. Oh, no. But also cool. Lolly says, my mom made me a Princess Leia white dress for a starter's party, and I wore that thing for every costume event until I got too tall for it. I loved that dress.
3: That's amazing. That's Heck fun. Heck yeah. What is Man. a
2: starter's party?
3: Well, um, Ian can tell us that. He's in the chat.
2: <laughs> well, I figured Lolly could tell us as well.
3: I have no idea.
2: A starter's party. um." interesting is it,
3: like, is it like like you you're, you're getting started out as a
2: kid is it just mean like the beginning of the season or event or
3: uh you know, we'll figure I'm, it out i'm, we'll I'm looking it, out. it up um uh i only it's see recipes you... i only see like a whole bunch of recipes maybe it's like a party like a
2: <laughs> lolly says it's when your autocorrect doesn't space star wars <laughs> 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 Thing. I did too. I thought Eleanor's it was an English thing. thing. I thought it was an English thing. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's amazing. Well, a Star Wars like, party. Starters party. You know, the Princess Leia thing makes a lot of sense at a, at a starters party. Can
3: we, can we just make this a thing, though? Because I was looking it up, and there's a lot of recipes for starters parties. Like, I have a whole uh, list of things called the dinner party
2: starters. Mm-hmm. So it's like.
3: That's what I was like. Yeah. Like the appetizers.
2: starters, but no, so no, no. So maybe it was no. an
3: appetizer party, and that's a popular thing, you know? Yeah. Like shrimp cocktail I'm, and yeah. all that
2: i'm starting to more and more like the uh starters prequels uh the starters <laughs> prequels are a little better than they're i thought they're growing on were. you they're growing on me a little bit
3: yeah you really should have just run with the starter party thing like you could have made <laughs> yes, anything you, up. Made, like you had you
2: made anything up we would have been eating out of your hand we'd be like oh that's really interesting it's amazing Uh, let's see. I, you know, for me, Halloween growing up, there was almost a delineating moment where it just went from this really fun, you know, thing we did to just something we didn't, you know, really do much of. And I think it, it kind of coincided with my adolescence. So maybe that was a big part of it, but there was, you know, I think like those early mid eighties, stranger things years. And there's a, uh there may be more than one halloween episode in stranger things and i watched those episodes and i'm just like that is what it was like man we all just we all had these you know costumes and just the the um the neighborhood was just packed with just children just walking to every house getting candy and um your neighborhood's kind of still like that Danae. yeah you have one of those neighborhoods but tonight's gonna be wacky If, if we left our light on which we usually don't just because we don't prep for Halloween. Um, We don't because
3: we don't have candy.
2: (laughs) Yeah, basically. Um, Like all
3: night long, you're opening the door just going trick and then you're closing the door.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You may have misunderstood. Uh, You have a choice.
3: It's trick or treat. This is trick. And then you just close the door and then all the children just cry leaving your house.
2: But,, uh, but even if we left the light on, I, we wouldn't get we, we did that like the uh, first year I think we were in this house, and hardly anybody showed up. And that's just kind of been our experience. Um, and it may just be the homes we're in. So it's kind of more sporadic now, but man, I remember growing up and I remember a year where I wore a mummy costume, which let's be very clear, it was just toilet paper uh, wrapped Sweet, around my body. Of course. And by the by the end of <laughs> by the end fair. of the evening, <laughs> It was like I had just visited the restroom and had a piece of toilet paper stuck to my foot. Like that was that was all that was left <laughs> by the end of that Halloween. Um but yeah, lots of fun stuff.
3: Uh J C D says it's probably a bad thing that the only Halloween memory that I have is the time we discovered my brother was allergic to birds.
2: Oh. Like, well all do birds? tell the story. Don't yeah. just don't just say this the tease. Tell us there, the story. What happened?
3: There may not be enough text space to get it all out in one, but like tell us. Yeah. We're really I'm very like I'm very curious, hopefully not a deadly allergy or something.
2: I have a, I have a cat thing. Like if I'm around too much cat hair, my body will, you know, sneeze. And, you know, so it's a a slight cat allergy kind of thing, but I don't think I'm allergic to any, um, like stings or anything, but I have to tell you yesterday we had accidentally left our grill cover off for a couple of days and it was just sitting there by the grill. And I was like, we need to get that back on. So I go out to, you know, you know, shake it out, that kind of thing. No. So I'm shaking it out. No. Everything's going fine, and then I set it on the the edge of the um, of our deck and start like really opening up the 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 little creases and crevices. Like, I'm
3: hiding <laughs> behind my microphone as if that helps. I'm wearing headphones. I'm going to hear it no matter what. I open up a
2: crease. I open up a crease. Okay, can we guess? Yes. Can sure. we guess? Sure. Sure. Right. Please guess.
3: Right. I'm gonna put a poll up in the chat. Okay. Okay. A poll. Yeah, we're gonna put a poll this, up in the gonna, chat.
2: This is how important this is we what are, was we're in the not...
3: crease uh i'm gonna say spider eggs i mean okay. that's a big one right okay um spider eggs we'll say a hornet a uh, small cow okay. is definitely one of the options we are in the <laughs> we are in the midwest
2: uh-huh uh-huh it's um, <laughs> true it's just a baby cow snuck in there didn't <laughs> notice it while i was shaking it out or anything but yeah just started getting in those creases oh my goodness where okay, did okay, you come from?
3: Okay, okay, maybe, you know, maybe that's not the obvious one. And if there's more in the chat that pops up, I will replace it. You know, I'll replace it. Uh-huh. Okay, the, oh, bird poop. Oh, a bird, uh, uh, a squirrel, a squirrel. A squirrel okay. would definitely, a squirrel nest, okay?
2: A squirrel then, nest over a couple uh, of days. Uh, <laughs> like, this is an amazing place. Okay, there's okay, all I, these trees just a squirrel. around. I'm skipping just those. A squirrel. I'm just going <laughs> to nest in this. <laughs> <laughs> this plastic I, thing that's been here for a couple I, days. I
3: just feel like, okay, okay, fine. You know what? I'm keeping in baby cow. I'm keeping in baby cow. We're going to uh-huh. do a quick one minute. Uh-huh. Che- we're going to do a quick one minute. I'm saying spider eggs. All right. That's we'll, mine. We'll finish this story here in a minute. Uh,
2: you can vote in the poll. Uh, Doc says, sorry, I've been half paying attention because I'm doing stuff, but did they did go to a church Halloween party as a furry?
3: I sure did.
2: <laughs> Before
3: furries it, were a known thing, uh-huh. I was I was definitely a furry at a, nope. at a yeah, it was great. It was amazing i had i had a blast
0: yeah i do
3: i do think if i this might be like a a fear i had when i was there but i remember not wanting to hurt the fabric because it was an old costume that had some like someone in my family had worn when they were a kid and i was trying to keep it as put together as possible and the tail already was sort of barely on at that point And I remember after crawling around a lot, I looked at my knees and I I wondered if I was losing, (laughs) you know, the integrity of the, of the costume. So I was really worried, Yeah. but it was still so fun. Okay. 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 We have the votes are in.
2: Okay. The votes are in.
3: We have, uh, the, it's a tie for number one at spider eggs or small cow. So
2: Mm -hmm. With, Mm -hmm. with,
3: with, with one vote. With, like are the the tie for second is hornet bees and squirrel so really it could be anything
2: so uh it was not a small cow Ooh. um so i'm opening up these these you know cringles gotta get it all you know dried out and get it ready to put on the thing and i open up one of the little creases and there is a group of about i'm gonna say seven uh uh wasps oh. hornets and like they're all just like now. The good news is they're super docile. What for whatever it was whether it was the cool weather or the the rainy uh, temperature or the rainy you know yeah. mist or whatever. No. But they're not dead. They're very much like crawling on top of each other, or like in my hands are like in these cre like you know opening these creases, and I, you know it was just one of those moments where I was like nope, and uh, and threw it down. Went in, got like a one of our longer kitchen spoons. And uh, just kind of tried to flick them out of there uh, and let them go on their merry way without uh, I mean, without hurting them. But, yeah. I
3: feel t- like some kind of way about insects at this time of the year. Like They're just not going to make when it. when there's
2: a group of them just all, like, crawling over each other.
3: They were trying to get warm for the winter.
2: In that moment, well, this is why I mentioned it. I, I, I'm i not allergic to bees. I'm not allergic to stings of any kind, as far as I know. But there was a moment where I was like, I'm going to die. These <laughs> things are going to sting me, and I'm going to die. Yeah! It's just weird how the, the human brain does that.
3: Uh huh. So, yeah. yeah. I've so been happy watching, Halloween to me. I've been watching, um, the, the show called the challenge and mm-hmm. it's, ter- Oh, I know it. Well, <laughs> it's terrible. I don't recommend it.
2: Terribly awesome. She mispronounced um, terrible there, but that's okay.
3: But I went back to the beginning, like it's MTV back in the heydays of the nineties or something
2: mm-hmm.
3: and it's like the reality competition show filled with drama, 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 and some competition. Um, and that changes a little bit over time, but there's this one where they went onto this island and they kind of all just had to survive on basically rice and chicken. And this one guy, they're like out on an adventure. They've decided that they want to go get fish. So they make like these little spears and they find some fish. And they're trying to spear some fish because they're hungry for more than just chicken and rice and beans. And they look up and they see like this fruit in a tree. And he starts climbing up the tree and lo and behold, just a hornet's nest. Um, <laughs> So I'm watching this guy like fly down this tree, jump in the water, screaming, like it was like a cartoon, mm-hmm. arms flailing. And then yep. they show footage of him after he like stopped moving, but he was in extreme pain and he just had these little sting marks all over his person. Oh my gosh. I was like, dude, yeah, dude got stung. So if he did you can get survive to the end of, that, uh, you can
2: survive yours is what I'm saying. Did you get saying.
3: to the end of uh, Duel 2? I think so.
2: Is that is that the one when Johnny and Camilla? Did you did you get to yeah. the end of that season? Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. mountain? Yes. Yeah. The,
3: the snow mountain is that right?
2: I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I just that that's was the crazy. season I just remember Johnny just dragging Camilla to the win. Like just being like <laughs> I'm well, going to win this and I guess you have to come with me.
3: Is that the one where DM is actually tracking and she's doing really well and CT is just like I suddenly have nothing left because I'm yes, climbing the yeah. yeah. He yeah. gasses out. Yeah. 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 Hey guys, one. welcome to us talking about a reality competition <laughs> session. <laughs> Sorry. It's interesting, but uh not easy to follow
2: so follow up to the story as we continue uh on insect uh corner. um I continued opening up the crevices and also found a spider's nest so oh there's, too, there's no. so you're both correct
3: man, they take them over so fast they
2: do it was like, just out there a so few fast. days, and yeah it was it was. That spider was not happy that i uh, demolished it right now to
3: survive the winter okay here's a follow-up on the bird chat this is from jcd who says okay. i vaguely remember that we visited someone's house who had birds mm. and that sometime later his face swelled up for him it was easily his worst birthday ever his birthday is on halloween which is today happy birthday to your brother i know a couple people whose birthday it is today um wow yeah i'm sorry yeah. about that I mean, how often do you find out that you have a bird allergy? Like how many people have birds as pets?
2: Yeah, we did. Uh, my sister had a bird uh, for a while when we were growing up. Happy birthday. I definitely saw
3: a video. uh, I think it was on Twitter of this bird that was mimicking human language. Mm -hmm. And then also R2D2 and it blew my mind. And for the first time I thought I need a bird.
2: (laughs) Was it, was it like a starling?
3: I don't remember. I there's, tweeted, a, there's a type I of bird
2: that can imitate like it was insane. Anything it like it's insane. insane. Yeah, it
3: was. I mean, it's really, really cool. I, mm-hmm. I they just must have the most amazing vocal cords.
2: Yeah, it's pretty awesome.
3: I know animals are cool. I mean, are they animals? They're animals
2: <laughs> Are birds animals? Did you just ask <laughs> if birds are animals? Yeah. Here's why. Because recently no, it's I called. No, they're they're plants.
3: Yeah. They're insects. They're insects. Here's why. Um I have been doing this thing where I've been doubting everything I know.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I've been there. Mm-hmm. Yes.
3: Um, it's, it's not fun. a bad
2: thing to do, actually. It's fun. Because it's sometimes fun. we think we know things and we don't.
3: I was. I'm all like, like you know, like I'm, I'm typing out a, a a thing for for work, and I'm like, um, blah 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 blah. This insect, blah 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 blah, blah. And then I, I read it again, and it's been changed to arachnid. And I'm like, okay, fine, yeah, okay, yeah. I don't. <laughs> I know nothing anymore. I don't know if hornet. I don't know where hornet's category is. Is it a mammal? Mm-hmm. We don't know anymore.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nope, a hornet is not a is mammal. A I'm pretty sure.
3: Potentially, it's a mollusk. You guys, that's what it is. Uh, I, I that just, is amazing. I, I today, Danae will. put... Pe- no, 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 not today. For the remainder of my life, Danae will be playing the part of the person who knows nothing. That's me. It's just uh, a better place to be.
2: A caster's like, I would have used hairspray and a lighter, and Doc Trancy's like, nope, grab a blowtorch. And I'm just like, guys. They're going to die, right? They're going to... I think they might. I don't know, because they were... Try- I guess they were probably trying to gather for heat and to survive. I, I don't yeah. know. So I- I'm assuming they probably did send them to their death, but... um, but, you know, I didn't uh, immediately crush them at least.
3: We're we're going to be moving on to Aaron's topic here shortly. I love how we're just going into all these different things. But Sohi Law says, not a huge fan of hornets, even if they are pollinators. And let me tell you a real quick story that happened that I forgot to tell you guys about recently. So I was uh, having a lunch outside um, and it was beautiful weather. And the lunch that we were having was at these little tables that were around the corner of their door. Um, and it happened to be kind of nearish the trash can. And so, of course, insects are going to be, you know, around this trash can. People leave their waste or whatever. And uh, Iris is having pita bread and then like granola and banana and peanut butter and honey. Aaron, you know where we are. Mm -hmm. And so a bee appears and it lands on the part of like we split it up so we could all have a little bit. And it landed on the one on my plate. And I was just like, guys, let it be. This bee is saving the planet. <laughs> I will not kill it. Wait, I did will you at least pause for a it. laugh
2: when you said let it be?
3: No. <laughs> because I don't realize that I'm funny.
2: Did you even know that you had made a great pun? No.
3: Of course I didn't know. I never remember what I don't intentionally make great puns. Uh, uh. So my entire family were all just sitting around, like, I think that they were a little shocked because I was serious. I'm like, where can I put this, that the bees can come and devour this and enjoy the sweetness Mm -hmm. because we need to save the planet. (laughs) Now they're not pollinating because if there's nothing to pollinate, this is a sandwich, (laughs) 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 but I want it to survive. And so I ended up finding a safe place to keep a a, a bit of my sandwich. I I gave away my portion of the sandwich. To the bees. so, So the problem, is similar to the problem that I had with mice a long time ago. I'm not going to go into that story cause this is just gonna be a bunny trail forever, but there were more bees that came. Um, it wasn't just the one, <laughs> there was a, there were many, you know, and uh, you know, they, they can communicate in these amazing ways, um, as mollusks do. And, and it was just like calling to its friends. And so before you know it, we had four, five, six, uh, just bees just all over the table. And no one that was eating with me was pleased with the situation because I have essentially asked my family to just let us be, be assaulted, slightly assaulted, inconvenienced really for the rest of our lunch (laughs) to just sort of sit still and be like, just don't, don't swat at him, Let him let him exist. (laughs) Hoover, that's exactly right. Actually, I'm not even talking about the Hoover story, Derek. There's a whole other story I haven't even told you about. Uh, we'll call that one the Feifel story. You're welcome to ask me about it sometime.
2: Lolly says, hey bee, here's a sandwich containing more honey than you'll produce in your entire life, but I'm just gonna set it here and waste it.
3: Listen, waste it or, or aid the bee population that is suffering.
2: Sure, sure, potato, potato.
3: You know, it's all it's all just in what, it works in my cuckoo imagination.
2: Nick, coming back to the uh, D Topic. When we lived in Tokyo, my friend invited me to the American Embassy to trick-or-treat. That place was huge. We filled a pillowcase full of candy, and we played N64 all night. Best Halloween ever.
3: That is amazing. That's a great story.
2: Yep. Very, very nice. Man, that sunset is gorgeous.
3: Grill, patio,
0: sunset. Hard to get better than that.
3: Well, I think that's probably the end of my topic. Aaron, you want to go on to yours?
2: Sure, we can go on to the topic. Uh, Here it is. Happy Halloween. What's your favorite treat and what's your favorite trick? Oh. Uh, Either is fine. Curious what kind of thing you're looking for in your pillowcase uh, full of candy. And uh, what is maybe your favorite Halloween prank that you've ever seen or ever done? Um, so yeah, either of those will be fine.
3: Can I tell you about one that wasn't funny?
2: Yes. In fact, I highly suspect many of the tricks will not be funny. But continue.
3: So, uh, mom, I'm sorry for watching. You know which one I'm going to talk about. I was a kid, uh, so I didn't realize cause I, you know, kids don't have forethought. We don't have, we don't even have the part of our brain developed fully well enough to understand forethought, which is why kids do stupid stuff all the time. Right? Mm-hmm. Like at least yep. scientifically. We're pulling up to my grandmother's house and my mother decides to play a trick-or-trick plant prank on my grandmother and tell my grandma that our cat is dead and that <laughs> was a terrible idea <laughs> that's it that's the story
2: <laughs> it really does it really does bring home just how silly it is that we just like lying is h- hilarious like you know what's really funny we are just gonna lie to somebody oh you
3: know what Make- it probably was april fool's day
2: that's I probably I have it was. Ma- that seems like an April Fool's thing yeah. as opposed to Again, a Halloween a thing, kid. but still.
3: But it's the trick thing, it, right? Yeah. So absolutely I'm, I'm going to go with that one. I'm going to go with that one. Absolutely
2: count it. Hey, hey, guess what? My cat's dead. You, my <laughs> cat <laughs> <Just> died. <kidding.
3: laughs> it is. It's an experiment in being able to lie. Um, now the trick part. Okay. I did think of it. I did think of an actual trick. My brother. Well, can I ask you a question before, oh, yeah, before yeah, yeah, you yeah. move on to the, sure. this, yeah, this new
2: one? How long as a kid did you give it between my cat died and haha, just kidding? Because usually with a kid, it's like immediate. It's just that like you just can't, you can't wait to get oh, to the I trick Oh, I was bar.
3: instructed to not
2: tell her. So how long did you wait?
3: I don't remember how long my mother <laughs> she, decided to
2: wait. My
3: mom was the one that did it.
2: <laughs> so she still to this day thinks the cat oh, is no. dead. Oh,
3: no. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was just, every time that grandma came over to the house and the cat was actually there, we just like, it's a ghost. <laughs> um nice. okay so an actual trick my yes. brother was uh, at one point in time into like getting the little tricky things like maybe like at a store in the mall or something i don't remember where he got these um but he filled up this little bladder of water and then put it between the toilet bowl and the seat and it had like a little uh a, a little curved spout so, that when you sat down on the seat, it squeezed the bladder and then the water shot up like a bidet onto mm-hmm. the unsuspecting victim. Um, he told me he was going to be doing this. And let's just say my mom's screams from the bathroom were amazing. <laughs> and there was a split second where it's like, <laughs> we were so thrilled. And then the silence after, where we both didn't know what comes next, to where we both were just like running. <laughs> uh-huh. And that was great. He, he was very brave with his trick. And I, I, I really enjoyed that memory. <laughs> it's my poor mother.
2: Uh, Wydock says my favorite treat is Hershey's Special Dark. Hmm. I'm more of a regular milk chocolate Hershey's, but uh, but yeah.
3: Hershey's Special Dark.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think it's the Love like chocolate. the little the little miniatures uh, have the special dark in them. Um, oh, okay. My favorite trick is pulling a coin out of somebody's ear. I don't know how to do that. That's a that's a medical procedure. That's not a trick. What is? What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that's a, that's what you, that's that's a painful thing. Uh let's see JCD says treat. Pumpkin everything. Pumpkin everything JCD. Let's be a little more specific. I'm sure I can name a couple things that if they were pumpkin flavored you still wouldn't like.
3: Go for uh, it. What are they, Aaron?
2: Well, you know, up. let's talk about poop. Um the, the <laughs> Do we normally eat poop? Is this well, like a is anything? Is everything this? just food? No, everything includes <laughs> everything. He said pumpkin everything. Oh, okay, okay. Pumpkin
3: That's... underwear isn't brought up in chat. <laughs> I mean, they're they're with you, Aaron.
2: Yes, thank you. Uh, trick, uh, JCD says, trolling my older brother. As an older brother, I do know this to be a very common.
3: Trick. Here's a fun one from a post to our fans uh, for our job that was posted <laughs> this morning. Mary Jane <laughs> peanut butter kisses in wax bottles.
2: Oh, uh, that's specifically targeted, Aids. Uh, Thank you, Aids. That's uh, that's specifically targeted at uh, Danae <laughs> and I's least favorite candy.
3: Oh, uh, why are they putting something liquid into wax, which we're not supposed to eat? And they're like, bite the top off of it, and then you can, yeah, you can just consume it, and it's, you know, it's fine. It's fine technically. Yes, it's fine. But we're told not to eat wax, right? Like, then not it's like, on well, when does it stop? Man.
2: They had then, when, when I was growing up. We used to get wax can't like wax lips. Just like wax lips used to come on yeah. Halloween. In in you're supposed to chew them. Yeah, you're supposed to chew them. Mm-hmm. It seems yeah. it's weird. It's weird, 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 weird.
3: Uh, my favorite trick says Kastrov, is putting ketchup packets between the toilet seats in the bowl. But that's more of an April Fool's thing. I mean, we count it. Does that? Does it squirt onto the person or is it just more like when they turn around, and look at the bowl, they're like concerned for their health? <laughs> you know, it'd be a really fun trick. And by fun, I mean horrible. If you fed someone beets and they didn't, and you didn't tell them, and then they peed and they thought that they were like, or they pooped and they just, they're like, I have a medical problem. That's just, that's,
2: that's reserve that one for your closest friends. Can we get back to the part where you're force feeding them beets without their knowledge? Like, I was like,
3: what is <laughs> put this? it into the I'm casserole. Just...
2: You know it would be hilarious? Force feeding someone beats. Uh, Lolly says, I put Google eyes on everything. I believe they mean googly eyes on everything yeah. in our bathroom once. Not for Halloween, just to make Hubs laugh when he got up to shower in the morning.
3: That's adorable.
2: That is really, really funny. Kastriff says, my favorite treat is peppermint bark. Ooh, good, I love good peppermint pull, bark. Good pull. My favorite trick is putting up Christmas decorations in early <laughs> October.
3: Bravo. <laughs> Bravo.
2: Uh, Nick says Reese's Pumpkins. Yes, Reese's Pumpkins. Let's go. Here's the beautiful thing about mm. Reese's Pumpkins is it is the chocolate to peanut butter distribution on the pumpkins is so much better than on any other Reese's candy. Uh, the pumpkins, uh, maybe the Christmas trees have about the same uh, distribution, but those holiday Reese's, they're so much better than the cups. I The chocolate to peanut butter dis- distribution on the cups uh, is not my favorite. Um, even though I love Reese's peanut butter Aaron stuff.
3: has thought about this a lot
2: i have I have mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, speaking let's... of
3: uh, being spread uh, evenly, cashstro mm-hmm. adds that you can get a decent amount of spread if the person sits down hard enough about the ketchup, so oh. yeah,
2: good, yeah, good, good to, know. Very and nice just, to know just
3: don't do don't do like the leftover hot sauce from taco Bell, right? like let's let's be kind to our undercarriage,
2: yes, indeed, uh let's see y doc says I'm ticked they don't make pumpkin spice Hershey kisses anymore. Was that ever even know really that that was a, a thing? thing? Sure, of course. Okay. Of
3: course. Just like the starter parties in the UK, you know. Hmm.
2: Um. Let's see. What else do we got here? Oh, Nick says I always enjoy the trick where a person dresses in costume and sits on the porch pretending to be fake. So when oh, the kids come God. for the candy, they jump and scare the kids.
3: <gasps> this this happened this is terrible there used to be there used to be a walk through at the local zoo and there was i think like it's a snake house and they you like have this like little circular path that you can go on and they turned the snake house or something into like this haunted area and they did this right at the very end there was this room and it was three dummies sitting in like an electric chair. And then the electric chair would pulse and the, the strobe light would strobe and they would, you know, they wouldn't shake or anything. But one of them did, turns out, right, because he was real. And so you'd walk through and watch it. And as you turn to kind of leave the room, he would stand up and then come and stand in line behind you and not say anything. And so then you turn around and there's this guy there. Oh, gosh. Oh, the people that nearly lost their lives from me mm-hmm. flailing yeah. and.
2: No, you don't hitting. want to do this to today. Uh, Get there's away a from me. one of the, the <laughs> one of the local theaters uh, that I go to that I frequent has a life size Michael Myers um, like just standing in the hallway, and every time I walk by it, I swear it's probably somebody in a. Co- I just my brain thinks it's somebody in a costume and they're gonna jump out at me. Like it's it's so interesting how we you know contextualize that stuff.
3: But when they're so, actually you know, when it really is. There was this one time I was actually hired to do this for uh, like a clothing store at, at the mall. They had this event where mm-hmm. they had like 30 people uh, and then they assigned them at different places throughout the mall. And in the window display, you would go in, you'd put on clothes from that space and then you'd go into the window and you would stand still like a, like a mannequin. Mm-hmm. And that was a lot of fun. It's fun when you're the mannequin. <laughs> it's fun. It's not fun otherwise. The kids stop and they're like, I think it's real. I think it's real. And then like they turn and then like you move so that the other kid sees it. They're like, she is real. Then they turn back around and you're back in the same position. It was it was delightful as somebody who watched Mannequin Young. I was like living a dream. Nice.
2: Boo at the zoo is huge here. Boo at the zoo. That's interesting. That's fun.
3: Yeah. There's a lot of fun things that you can go through. Like I, I do like that trick. That's a good trick.
2: Oh, well, there you go. Um, I think we're ready for some of you questions, Danae. Let's uh, finish off with uh, anything that you want to ask us. Uh, here are some of the categories. Are you curious about our thoughts on any particular topic? Do you have an argument that you would like us to weigh in on? Is there something in the news that you're curious what we think about? Do you want to just hear Danae make noises for the next 15 minutes? Uh, any of these things? <laughs>
3: That's going to happen. It's going to happen anyway. You can anyway.
2: Uh, put it with, uh, if you put a U at the front of it, it'll help us uh, see it uh, easier, but you don't necessarily have to. So let's kick it off. <clears throat> Lolly says, one. you question, how is it November tomorrow and where did 2022 go? Welcome to aging.
3: It's crazy. This Every month has gone by so crazier. Fast.
2: Every year it gets crazier. Let me tell you as an old man that as you age, it is insane how that pace keeps going up. Now I've talked about the psychological reasons for this before, which are that the length of a day and the length of a year is literally a shorter amount of your life every single year. So it literally feels faster. It is not a trick. It's an actual thing. A year is shorter for you every year you experience. And let me tell you when you get up there to my age, they go fast. So I'm wondering where 2019 went. (laughs) <laughs> uh but uh but, that
3: was yeah. pandemic's fault yes you know that, that
2: is true there were there were extenuating <laughs> there were ex- circumstances yeah, exactly.
3: yeah. <clears throat> uh here's one from Castro. how excited are you for christmas i i don't know christmas is a weird one for me um but i did purchase a few toys for iris uh the other day that i intend on not giving to her now i intend on not giving them to her is very difficult for me because i was raised To always give things like you find them at the store and you think, oh, I can put this aside for later. And then you don't. You just like, you Mm. get so excited to see them enjoy it that you give it to them right away. So I've put them up on a shelf pretty high. Uh, In order for me to reach it, it's going to require a, a stool, a step stool. So that's good. You know, my concern now is remembering that it's there at all. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see if I can manage to do what, you know, I think a lot of adults do pretty well so you know this is an opportunity for growth for me and i'm, <laughs> I'm excited for it <laughs>
2: uh i get excited for christmas for really mainly um the chance to see people i love more if that makes sense mm-hmm. like you know family and friends and there's always get-togethers and you know fun times and laughs and playing cards and you know the yeah that's nice The this the g- gift giving is not something that's ever been all that important to me. It's not like high on my list of how I show love or how I feel loved. So it is um my children are unfortunate in that way. <laughs> but it for us, you know, it it is a time to be like together and laughing and eating food and that kind of stuff. So that's here's, what I'm looking forward to.
3: Here's what I'm not looking forward to. So October went by like this. November mm-hmm. is gonna go by like this for me mm-hmm. too, because I'm traveling a lot in November. Then here comes December and I had plans that have not happened yet. Last November, I realized that not last Christmas, rather last December, I realized that like Iris has accumulated a lot of toys. I knew this was going to happen. And I've gone through several, um, purging phases, Yeah, but my purge results in me putting into containers like these can go. And then they don't actually leave the house because there's a couple of ideas of that purge. One is, can I resell this and make some money back Two is, can I donate this to someone that I know who has a, like a little one who could use some help right now? Cause here's a lot of stuff. Three, like, when am I going to get it in my car? So like, there's like a stop point. So even though I've done th- three, two or three pretty good purges, they didn't actually leave the house. So I don't think that they can count as purges. <laughs> They've more like shifted into another part of the house where a door can be closed. And so now I have a lot of stuff that needs to be like gone through again, because there's been all mixed in and stuff. So I wanted to have all that done before the next accumulation period. And we're there. So I really have a huge undertaking to do if I'm going to hit a personal goal of mine to do another big part. Yeah. So I'm a little nervous yeah. about that, honestly that's okay. Like I'll it's fail tough. my way through it and tell you guys all about it. And well, it's just, life.
2: Yeah. I, I do remember there was one very specific year where my wife and boys went somewhere and I couldn't go with them. And I was just like, I'm taking this week and I am throwing stuff away. And I threw so many of their toys or, or gave their toys away slash threw them away. And do you know what happened when they got back? They didn't care. Yeah. Because there's way too, because our kids it's have so many decisions, too much stuff. It's yeah.
3: so many decisions. <clears throat> um, a suggestion from Polly is to tell people to gift craft projects instead of toys. hundred percent. She is super crafty. She, she literally does an art project or two or three every single day. Um, we do like a quality crate thing too. So she's used to building things and she loves that. So there's so much stuff and I feel bad throwing it away. Cause I feel like I'm kind of part of the problem of just the waste. So I kind of want to go well, this could be used by somebody who is that somebody and what can I do? And I I used to work with a personal organizer and one of the great things that she did is she kind of knew where all those places were So she would leave my house with a couple boxes of stuff and go distribute it for me And that was, you know, just for someone who's busy or just has mental walls up That's a really great way to kind of keep that going. So
2: Yeah,
3: uh, basic market marketplace is great for selling stuff. It's easier it's a whole other thing though. First of all, I don't have Facebook, but then also like if I used offer up, you put it up and then you have to ma- manage that project. Um, mm-hmm. And it's wild how consumed my time is. And it's it's strange um, how much I'm like, uh, I just get caught up on those, on those details. Um, it's just not a priority to me, especially because I can just shove it in a room for right now, <laughs> but eventually mm-hmm. that room is gonna get full. So I don't wanna get that far. I really don't want it to get that far. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: All right. Next question next question it? uh let's see your question incandescent versus cfl versus led bulbs
3: hold on okay. just a real quick search All cfl right. bulb okay.
2: well we do uh we do led and the primary reason we do led is we also do smart lights and i don't and led lasts longer so most smart lights are uh, led because i don't want to pay For a smart light and then have to replace it, you know, in a couple of years. Uh, So, so yeah, that's, that's an easy answer for our house. Um, When we replace bulbs, we replace them with smart, smart bulbs.
3: WTF LED CFL. Okay, here we go. CFLs use 25 to 35% of the energy used by incandescent bulbs. But if you really want to make the biggest environmental impact on the environment, choosing LEDs is the way to go. So those are the, that's that. And then this says that they don't make CFLs anymore, but that might not be right. Because guess mm. what I'm just doing? Quick internet searches. And what do you never trust? <laughs> a quick internet search. Also, people who tweet things. Just maybe they mean the best, but you never know what they're actually posting.
2: Mm-hmm. your research. Twitter has a new owner. You want to talk about do that? your
3: research. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, because it's just like, God, this is the one place I go to besides mm-hmm. Discord. But you know what? Life without social media is really interesting. I had it's a, not the worst. A, I had a it's quick chat worst. with somebody recently who was what i can't remember what it was about oh it was my uh my my vet i have a, a traveling vet so they come to my house which is really really helpful and they're talking about something local that happened it was a pretty tragic thing that happened it impacted a lot of the kids at the high school and and so like you know yeah so you know da, 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 da. And i said no i i don't know what happened and they just were both shocked that i mm-hmm. wouldn't know what happened and i like i don't have Facebook. I don't use Instagram. I'm barely on Twitter. So I learn things by word of mouth and I barely leave my house. So <laughs> <laughs> my news comes from my vet coming to my house. That's what, and it's kind of nice in a, in a way I don't have to keep up. Yeah, with Yeah. There's,
2: all. there's an interesting thing. And many people have talked about this, but the, the, uh, um, advent of social media has expanded the world for everybody in a way that now where you used to have to be concerned about the people around you, the drama in your own life, those kind of things. Now you're responsible for the drama of every human ever. That's a that's a tough place that's to be lot. in. Should we care about someone else's drama who may live in a different country or may not be in our neighborhood or whatever? Yes, there should be empathy and we should care about it. But are we built to be able to process that much? And how much can we really process when it's something coming to us? so separate, you know, that it's it's coming through text characters and someone else's filtered perspective and whatever the case may be. There's some real wisdom in sticking with your, with only concerning yourself with the drama of those around you in a way that you can be proactively a positive impact on the people in your world. Um, I think we're really seeing the ram it, it, in, in my opinion, it is part of the recent huge spike that, that the medical community is seeing in things like anxiety and depression and mental health issues, which, again, have always been there. I'm not saying they haven't always been there, but the spike in them, I think, has a lot to do with the amount of information we are being asked not only to process, but to own, to take part in, to, ha- to care about. Um, and that's a, that's a really tough thing as it's a human heavy. being to, to balance. So yep. I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, there, I think there's some real wisdom in disconnecting yourself from having to own the weight of everything in the world. Um, so yeah,
3: which is not easy to do.
2: So all that from it's LED bulbs.
3: Great job, everybody. <laughs> you question, is anyone going to watch the game of the century between Tennessee and Georgia on century. Saturday?
2: I know you like Tennessee, JCD, but one versus two has happened many, many other times uh, this century already. So, um, My answer but yes, is no, I'm sorry. Uh, I will I I will be at least checking in on Tennessee, Georgia, if not watching the whole thing. But that's because the team that I root for is right behind them. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see. Kind of rooting for a blowout uh, one way or the other so that, uh, that my team jumps up.
3: I'm sorry. Even though Iris is now five years old, blowout still gives me like
2: twitch. So... <laughs> Speaking could... of speaking of blowout, since Danae is making toot noises, what's your family's polite <laughs> word for farting?
3: <laughs> oh man, my mine was bustering. We were That's told it was right. a buster.
2: I, that yeah. blew my that blew my mind. I was like bustering. I've yeah, never buster. heard that before yeah, in my life.
3: Yeah. <laughs> bustering, um, I haven't heard anyone in my family use since I was a child. Um, and I don't know that I'm going to try to bring it back with Iris because we already say toots or farts or whatever, but my grandmother, mm-hmm. like the word fart is so jarring that Offensive. it kind of like, mm-hmm, sure. it kind of like borderlines into like a curse word for my family. Mm-hmm. And so like yep. we couldn't say fart because it was like a really bad word. Uh, so we said Buster. And then I met a kid in school named Buster <laughs> and I was blown away. I was like, how is your name?
2: What kind of people are your parents?
3: Why that would are you name Buster? you
2: fart? That C- is just.
3: Does that mean that I could have been named Buster? Like that? What a terrible thing to be named. So yeah, uh,
2: we were always very technical. Um, so it was passing gas was uh, what my family said growing up. Um, so yeah, it was always gas passing gas that kind of. Thing. So uh,
3: in the chat, we've got backdoor burp. Fluffles. Fluffies. Fluffies. I've fluffies. heard fluffies
2: before. I've, really? I've heard fluffies before, yeah.
3: fluffy's like a pillow. I
2: like... understand. It's a way too polite <sighs> word for what happens.
3: <laughs> it's all right. Toot is the standard. Uh, but ever since the fart episode of Bluey, the word fluffy has been making the rounds. Oh, that's that's interesting. That's interesting. We haven't seen that, one, that episode yet, Nick. Um, also, Lolly says fart was considered a swear word in their house. Wow. We were allowed to say Trump. Well, that's accurate. <laughs> And uh, Polly says stepped on a duck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. My a grandfather, barking spider,
2: barking my, spider was mm-hmm. a big one. Yeah, yeah. My
3: grandfather used to let one loose, and then he'd look around and go, "Did you see that? Did you see that? That was a barking spider, or that mm-hmm. was a whatever he wanted to blame it on." And he would always have another thing like a like a, a bold mouse or whatever, and the kids would all be like, "Where, where?" We'd look for it.
2: There was one time I was, I think it was my younger brother. But I used to my my siblings used to have me crack their back. <clears throat> this is not a great idea. I'm just telling you it, it happened. but I, because I had been to a chiropractor and I kind of knew how they moved their hands on the back, I was able to simulate it and uh, decompress the the spine in a way that would would pop their spine. But I would have them lay down like at the chiropractor. and I would put my hands on and I would I would crack their back. <clears throat> and so I was doing this with my brother, and I would always, kind of sit straddle of them and get and get on top of them or whatever. This is a
3: bad idea.
2: This is a totally bad idea. This is a very bad idea, but it, it pertains to the subject. And, and I think you'll find it humorous.
3: Uh-huh.
0: But okay. one time,
2: okay. one time I, I knew I had one in the chamber. And so as the moment I cracked his back, I let it loose and then acted like it was him because I was pushing his, his. So He was just like, Drew, Drew, oh man. That's amazing. It's like a perfect set. Like what's like, how can he like get out of that? It was clearly him. You're just
3: waiting all day to let your gas Mm -hmm. out so that you could have a good joke.
2: Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) In in
3: horrible pain.
2: (laughs) That's right. (laughs) This will be funny Uh, later.
3: Okay. Here's one from Slab. If you punch yourself and it hurts, are you weak or are you strong? Mm. Strong.
2: Can God make a rock too big that he can't carry? No. I don't know. That's what this question reminds me of.
3: Uh, (laughs) I'm just like, I don't think so.
2: (laughs) If you punch yourself and it hurts, are you weak or are you strong? Chris says, neither weak nor strong. You're dumb. (laughs) Uh, I don't, I don't, I'm very confused at this question. How can you punch yourself and it not hurt? Like if you're going full punch. Oh, oh, oh. I suppose. Which I'm assuming the question uh, assumes. If you punch yourself and it doesn't hurt, you're not punching yourself. If you punch yourself and it hurts, it's because it hurts when you get punched, whether it's oh by God. you or by anybody oh else. Oh my God,
3: Slab, you actually broke Aaron.
2: <laughs> <clears throat> That's my answer.
3: And Shaggy's got a great, you know, like, but why are you punching yourself? This why? is this is just why? really leading to a lot of why questions. Why are you hitting yourself,
2: Danae? Why are you hitting yourself?
3: Tyler Volk says, Any fun mice in the house stories just watched my cat and the dog try to eat it and had to pull it from his mouth. Ew gross. It then moved in my hand. Oh God. Thanks, you're amazing. <laughs> Ooh, Tyler, my God. Okay, well, I do have a lot of mice stories. Yeah. Some of them are short, some of them are long. I'm going to do the short version since we're here at the end of the show. Um, and the short version of the story is just don't feed the mice in your house. That's my short
2: story. Unless the food you're giving them leads to their uh, eventual removal or demise.
3: I may or may <clears throat> not have been responsible for the very fat mouse that we found dead later. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you just don't know these things until maybe. You know, there's a possibility, guys, that, you know, at the end of our lives, we recap it all. We see it from, like, the truth perspective. And that's when we might know if that fat mouse that was stuck in the grates underneath, <clears throat> stuck in the grates, you know, that uh, the heating vent that he- heated our old house that was just beside the smell that was coming from. The- we don't know <laughs> if that fat mouse that was stuck in the grate, uh, the heating grate,
2: mm-hmm. was my
3: fault. We don't know that no, until. Of course not. Maybe someone later, you know. Could it be anything? We don't know.
2: You don't know. We don't know. have no idea. Next question. We've had mice in the house. Uh, I don't have any great stories other than I do remember we lived in a home uh, once where a smell just started like the death smell. You know what it is? And it's just like something has died somewhere and we could not find it.
3: Have you checked the group? Great. Have you checked the vents? (laughs) No. Okay. We
2: just assumed maybe it was downstairs. Like in the we had like a what's called a Michigan basement, which isn't like a full basement. It's like a half basement kind of thing. And, And we thought maybe it was down there. Anyways, it eventually went away. And then, uh, I don't know, six months later, we're like, hey, let's let's do some rearranging of furniture in this room. And we moved one of the bookcases, and it was a perfectly Preserved like mouse a skeleton. Mouse. Oh, no, it's just, it was just the skeleton. The skeleton? It's just a, yeah, just completely like somehow had decomposed completely. Holy We crap. all survived it. That was there uh, for a long time. Yes. Gross. Was I mean, there like I a, Like, like re- was
3: the floor like disor like discolored underneath it? Where it, like, honestly, all-
2: Danae, I'm just gonna say we didn't spend a lot of time looking at it, <laughs> <laughs> so oh. I don't know. let's move mm-hmm. on let's yep. move
3: on oh
2: god okay <laughs> uh how do you
3: how do you juggling multiple youtube channels and what is the hardest part mm. how do you handle it maybe
2: okay so it is interesting because when you are a uh, when you have that bug like we do to create content to you know um have fun conversations or whatever you always have Danae and i've talked about this a lot you have ideas all the, all the time of what could be a fun show, what could be a fun podcast. I, I have four podcast ideas that I think are great, just sitting in a folder that I, you know, maybe their we, time will come. Maybe it won't. We have I don't.
3: URLs that we have kept paying for <laughs> yes. for yes. 10 years because yes. they're great ideas.
2: Yes. Yeah. So that is just, that is those are the demons of being somebody whose brain works like that, right? Yeah, we're like we very this, creative. <laughs> And, but also it does result in, you know, several outlets oftentimes. Like we have Shoe the Dough here, uh, you know, the, the DNA aspect of things, the Studio DNA Podcast Network side of things, the CinemaSin side of things, which is our, our full-time, you know, job. Um, so to be able to do those things along with, for me, the Sifpop Pop side of things, uh, Denae said d side of things, you know, like there's, <laughs> there's all these things that we do decide to do To juggle them, and again, we've had this conversation many times, is a painful process because sometimes you leave things at the side of the road and you just have to go, okay, maybe I'll be back down this path later and I'll pick it up and that's okay, but it's painful.
3: It is painful, especially when you realize like, so as an individual or as a pair, whatever projects you have, you only have so much time in the day to manage one really well, maybe two really well. And then as you spread out and your time and your attention is moved to different projects, they don't get all of your attention. They don't get all of your time. They get a little bit more. And so my hope has always been to eventually get to a place where I can bring on other people to help bring some of these great ideas to life and direct them and kind of go, okay, here's the idea for this one. Let me just like get you lined out and be able to get my fingers in the pot and then just like go. And maybe it's not my idea for me. Maybe it's something for my team. And so that's where it's been really fun. Um, I think we're very lucky to have a creative team, not just Aaron and I here, like on the morning DNA side of things with the stuff that we've been producing for 10 years, just as a duo, but also for the projects that we both work on full time, um, because there are other people that are involved, specifically on the CinemaSins side of team. We have we have a cinemason's side of things. We have an entire team or two that we get to work with. And so the short answer is it's very hard because you don't get to give it all, um, and but it's also exciting because there are more people. Like we wouldn't be able to do all this if it was just you know just us. There's mm-hmm. no way we would be able to do it all.
2: Yeah. So yeah, it's Great it's question. and it's it's also one of those things where you're just thankful for people in your life who put up with you too. Because uh, I know as somebody who does this, my wife will often say, you know, yes, you simplify your life and you get rid of things, but then you immediately fill it back up with something else. Yeah. Like there's it's just that's. I, it's just what I do. I I want you know I want to be producing. I want to be creating, and um so uh, so yeah. So thank you you know to those in my life who have the patience for me. All always seemingly working on something.
3: And Aaron um, points out something really important. Sometimes you do have to leave <laughs> things behind that you just are ready to move past. So like uh, Lolly mentions here, uh, if y'all don't follow Aaron yet, I highly recommend Sif Pop. Very fun movie show. Thanks. Lolly. I used to be on Sif Pop. And Mm -hmm. that was one of the projects that I had to put down because I wanted to give time to other things and Aaron has maintained, you know, without, uh, without me being there, but he had the idea for Sif Pop before me too. It's just, we co-launched that one together. So Mm -hmm. you have ideas, you bring them to people that you hope to be able to partner with, and then you launch things and you see what happens. And it's just a very, it's a very emotional process because we're passionately creating things and we want them to succeed. So. Yeah, it's a great question.
2: So it's, it's interesting. I was just talking to somebody yesterday who was as, asking me about, you know, when Sif Pop started and those kind of things. It's mm-hmm. interesting to think that the very first Sif Pop segment was a segment on this show, what this show has become, Shoe the yep. Dough, which is still a podcast, um, was a segment on this show. And the very first people talking about Avengers 2012, I believe was the very first movie talked about on Sif Pop, was myself, Danae, and Jeremy Scott uh Mm -hmm. before cinemasins even existed that's just and it's it's kind of mind-blowing to think you know that here 10 years later we're all still working together in in a very different way in mm -hmm. some Mm -hmm. same ways but also in different ways like and i still
3: have i think i still have an original drawing uh we were in the recording studio uh in between being live on air, where Aaron is kind of expressing this desire to have a community of movie lovers who can recommend things and have content and be able to look it up by topics or design or whatever it is. And he's describing it to me and I was drawing the logo for it. And Mm -hmm. I still have that drawing where it's like, oh, so, and he wanted to call it sift pop, like sifting through pop culture. And that was a Mm -hmm. great idea. And and we tried that segment out on shoe the dough where we've tried out many segments, like Mm -hmm. peruse the news and new music digest that for a while became their own podcast. And it's just like, we've, you just try new things. And Mm -hmm. the trick of it is managing your time because you only have a little bit of it. So.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you're like raising kids and, you know, tr- you know, trying Which to do not doing stuff and, it
3: first. Now right. I am. So it's like, yeah. Oh my gosh, I don't have <laughs> any time. My work day is basically cut in half these days. It's mm-hmm, crazy. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm.
2: Uh, a couple more. Nick says you question dressing up in costume for work in an office. Yay or nay. I'm yay. But my current place of employment hates fun. <laughs> um, I think I'm yay. I, I'm all for that. I'm all for just the fun of just being able to uh, be yourself. I You can wear whatever you want to work. I don't, why do I care? Um,
3: I think it just depends on where you work. Some people have really strict I guess strict it depends on, on what, what the
2: costume is, maybe, yep. um, if it's distracting in some way. Yep. But um, Yep.
3: I would like I to know. believe that a workplace would be like, all of you will dress appropriately for this job while you're here, so please don't come to work uh, in a T-Rex costume that requires you to sit at your desk and have appropriate meetings like right (laughs) so like if it was something where you could just dress as a farmer or something simple and just wear like regular people clothes and then just put some dots on your face for freckles or something you know that'd be kind of fun but yeah I I worked at a I've worked at many offices and I've had many different office cultures and I think that they allowed costuming but I I wonder if now they would say no because they would have to go through so many different levels of approval like, can you imagine being a manager and having to approve of everyone's costume before they wore it? So maybe I can just get where it's just kind of a, like, guys just do that at home sort of thing. But it would be fun if you could do something. Yeah. So I don't know. They should probably give some guidelines. Like,
2: I don't know, if your tough, costume hits like... this guideline,
3: then yes. But here's the other thing is, like, you come to work dressed as something that offends someone else, and all of a sudden you have an HR situation. And this sucks because... I don't like having the like adult poo-poo answer here, but having managed people before I can see where maybe they just want to avoid trouble.
2: Then just just have uniforms. I mean, that's, that's my thing. It's just like, it's, it's, you are absolutely right today. You are 100% correct. There is a cultural and societal uh, impact to had. I guess my brain just wants to go to like, Create the perfect world where everybody just does does their job and understands that, you know, my distraction is on me. And if if you wear something that doesn't allow you to get your job done, that's, well, that's a job issue. That's not a clothing issue. That's a job issue. But if you wear something that another person doesn't like or distracts another person, maybe in a perfect world, we can be adults and just get over it. Like, it's, it, we don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. But. <laughs>
3: Real monkey says no one wants to be told their mortgage is being foreclosed by someone dressed as Goofy. <laughs> this is this is it, right? Ugh.
2: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I might.
3: It's hard.
2: Yeah, I mean nobody wants to be told their mortgage is getting no. foreclosed by somebody who's Period. not dressed as Goofy either. So you know, yeah.
3: Um, here's the last one from Shaggy Not Seventy Eight who says, "Do you say Kitty Corner or Catty Corner? I say Catty Corner."
2: i don't say either of those uh i say uh kitty corner like with t's like kitty corner kitty, or kitty. catty corner um so yeah, and I actually think i think cat a corner cat a corner think, is probably catty corner catty yeah.
3: catty corner yeah
2: that's yeah yeah so yep thanks for that catty question. corner
3: there you go <laughs> um <laughs> hey guys thank you so much for being here with us as always we genuinely appreciate all that you do um not only in just hanging out with us every week but also your support of us, uh, both here on the show and off of the show, Uh, whether you're watching on Aaron's Twitch, my Twitch, on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, wherever you're watching, we just really appreciate you guys hanging out with us. We've really enjoyed putting our content together for over a decade, and this is a fun outlet for us. We would be doing this if there was no one watching, which is true, (laughs) because we would be recording a podcast no matter what. Mm um but doing it with you guys is really fun you never know where the conversations go so for those of you who are listening on the podcast feed we encourage you to join us live if you can every monday or sunday at 9 a.m central on any of the platforms i just mentioned uh you can find that information in the description of the podcast and for those of you who are watching live let's take a quick look at the schedule next week and then i'm going to send you over to Not bush today for those of you who are watching on twitch the reason being he creates stuff with clay we uh, probably I think at this point, most of the people in the, in Twitch have seen it. He creates things with clay. It's something uh, that then he then puts into an oven and it hardens. Well, he had an oopsie and what he put in the oven is broken. So I always find it really interesting to watch how he moves through the frustration of something that takes a lot of hours and dedication. And when it gets busted, I just find him to be in a really encouraging example of how to work through something when it doesn't go your way. That's awesome. Um, so I think we're going to be live next Monday, uh, unless something crazy happens, we'll be live next Monday as scheduled. So we'll see you guys for the first Monday of November. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and send us on over to see, not give him some encouragement and watch how he fixes the mistake that was made. Most likely what happened is it fell over while it was in the oven and it looks like the knees, uh, uh cause he's, he's doing this like, um, warrior type character that's wearing armor and stuff. It looks like the knees are all gone and the head has been broken up into many pieces. So now we're gonna get to see how he goes through and fixes it and has to redo it. He doesn't start over again. He, you know, repairs it. The last time I saw this happen, he had a huge dragon he was doing for Blizzard for World of Warcraft. It was amazing. And it fell over in the oven. And when he got it, it was like all charred looking and crazy. Oh. The work he puts into his craft. Ah! Anyway, so yeah,
2: we're going to head over there. He's great. Uh, love you guys. We'll catch you next week. And uh, until then, catch you the next Monday or Sunday.
3: Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to listen to us shoe another dough.
2: If you'd like to watch the show live, we stream it on Mondays and Sundays at 9 a.m. Central on all major streaming platforms subscribe follow join the conversation on youtube twitter twitch or maybe you can even also be a member of way. team
3: dna members get their own custom podcast feed that will include not only the monday show but all bonus shows we do through the rest of the week membership is five bucks a month and you can join today at patreon.com slash studio dna
2: finally thank you so much for being a part of this fun little community of awesomeness remember your quirks aren't bugs they're features find them celebrate them and know you're loved and valuable for just being you
3: See you next time.
0: That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right.